Welcome back to the show that is the one welcoming back Daniel Bryan from a two-year forced retirement. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am angry at my boss for giving me exactly what I want, as well as a match at WrestleMania. I am amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is deleted! He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. So, I'm marvelous? No, you're deleted. You're, you're, to, to all of us, you are possibly floating in the lake of reincarnation somewhere, or you're in, a, you're in an otherworldly middle place. Basically, you're off TV and you're not going to be back for a while. And when I come back, hopefully I'm not Sister Abigail. Uh, man, that, that would be a trip if they did that. And then Matt Hardy just immediately deletes him again. He's like, nope! <laughs> <laughs> Speak to me, my Woken Warriors! <laughs> delete, 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 delete! Yes, I agree! Are we jumping um, right into that? or? <laughs> yes, we are. Let's, okay. we, we might as well. That is okay. one of our main stories to get to, and... I I have many things to say about it and many thoughts and I enjoyed it. Um, Ultimate Deletion has taken place. It was the very last thing on Raw and just before they sent it off, Michael Cole had the need to bury it before they sent to that segment. I don't know if you got that wherever you watched it. Uh, it was a super crappy thing to say. Like, li- literally, they sent it off with Michael Cole saying, I'm sorry for what you're about to see. And then they show it and screw you because it was the best thing on the show. Yeah, but that, that's character work. Like it's it is, but it's also it could also be Vince McMahon backstage saying, "Make sure you say this." So you know, if it sucks, then we covered our bases or whatever. It's like, just have you seen how popular this thing was? You let Matt. They clearly let Matt Hardy run this thing. I will say that they gave him the ball and said, "Okay, you record this thing. We're going to show it at the end of Raw." You know, you're going to sink or swim. Like, this is going to go terribly, and we'll never do this again. Or maybe it'll be popular, and we'll see if we'll do it again. And whoops! Very popular. Terribly entertaining. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I, I didn't hear... I don't. Yeah, I didn't hear that line, so it didn't affect me. But yeah, I quite enjoyed the ultimate deletion. I do think it was the weakest of all the deletions, but a weak deletion is still very good. Yes, um, it it was kind of a greatest hits in a lot of way because you had what they now call the boomstick protocol from Vanguard One being the fire off the Roman candles, and he didn't pick it up and shoot at anybody, which was you know that that's a, a step down I think. But you also got holographic Matt popping out of the drone and Bray, you know, at one point grabbing it and holding it and saying, "I'll finish, I'll deal with you later," and then sends it off into the night and. Uh, you also got the shack, as Sister Abigail's shack that apparently Matt Hardy rebuilt and put on his gr- on his land, <laughs> which is fun. I I like I like the fact that they would actually build a shack out there for him, or that he built it himself. Who knows, with his family <laughs> and just for Bray Wyatt to marvel at for a little bit. Um, yeah, I I, I just like the other deletions. I have felt like it was highlight after highlight. If you like this kind of schlock which i do like i don't want it every week i don't want to see it all the time but every once in a while i hope they do one of these type of things because i think they're really really entertaining uh agreed the other problem with them not only do you not want them very often you need to have them be the right 
foil. Like he can't, like he couldn't do this against Kurt Angle. Well, actually, Kurt Angle might be all right. But see, that's what I, I agree. I, I also think that you can't just put anybody in there. But I do think they should put somebody that very much does not fit the mold, just right. to see yeah. what happens. Like bring out Jinder Mahal. Have Jinder Mahal and the Sings take a limo out there, and you know he's 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 in the perfect suit, and the Mahal and the Sings are you know dressed to the nines, and Matt Hardy welcomes him at the gate with his drone and lawnmower. That uh, might actually be okay, but like I don't think AJ Styles would be a good fit. I don't think that uh, Brock Lesnar would be entertaining. I think a lot of people would no, just be no. either t- not into it or not enough contracts like AJ Styles would probably be into it but it, then it's just one weird guy from Georgia beating up another guy from Georgia yeah I was gonna say AJ Styles would probably fit a little too well like he's so down home and his 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 accent is so southern that yeah I would feel like I, I feel like he just went home for the weekend yeah he, it, he, he just made a wrong turn he's visiting his neighbor and his neighbor's a whack job yeah <laughs> he's like dude I'm just Look, do you and your wife want to come over to the barbecue or not? I'm <laughs> Yes. Can we bring my piano? I, I if you can get it there, sure. I just like what about Vanguard 1? Is that the drone? jeez, man. I uh, Can he can he bring the drone? No, no drone. No drone this time. You remember what happened last time? You dropped Damn my it, protocol so my hibachi. I don't yeah. <laughs> Problems. I that that would very much be a thing, I imagine. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I you can't really say much about it without going moment to moment, and also just saying you liked it or didn't like it. And I understand that people don't like this kind of things, and I I don't think that's a reason to crap on it. Like before you send to that segment, I think it's I I get why they would say something like that, but I'm also glad that it it went off like it it it, it was exactly what it should be, which is just an un- un- uninterrupted thing recorded by Matt Hardy and his family or whoever does this and they didn't try and like WWEify it any at all it didn't seem like outside of having you know like Bray Wyatt specific stuff it didn't seem like they tried to produce it overproduce it like they did the New Day uh, Wyatt family thing from way back mm-hmm. and we also got you know so, some new elements you know so, uh, we got Senior Benjamin hiding under the boat <laughs> under the dilapidated boat Skarsgård um, who's now gold apparently posted uh, a, a Twitter picture. I guess people were saying like Skarsgård looked different. What's up with that? And he p- posted a picture of it like up on, uh, you know, he painted it and <laughs> just saying Skarsgård, you look glorious. And it's and and it's Senior Benjamin singing, "You've got the whole world in your hands." Jeff singing to him out of nowhere, which is like, oh. Thought Jeff was in jail, but okay. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sure DUIs are a it. thing. Hmm. I think they probably recorded it a while back, so that maybe they did before he had any issues. And so, but but yeah, the finish is interesting because uh, Wyatt goes into the Lake of Reincarnation. Senior Benjamin goes to fish him out. He can't find him, which you know he like <laughs> fishes one area. He's like, nope, he's, he's gone. He's not right here. He can't be anywhere in this big <laughs> yes. lake. Don't pan over there. There's Bray Wyatt getting out of the water. <laughs> he's soaking wet. Um, word is that it, he's getting a repackaging. Like he's going to have a different, a, at least a slightly different character, if not wildly different when he comes back. And I think that's a great thing. I think you keep him off TV until well after Mania, maybe bring him back for SummerSlam. And he's 
he's somehow different and you can have him still feud with Matt Hardy if you want and Mm -hmm. have it be a very different feeling thing. I'm I'm not saying I want to see that. I'm just saying if they do, hopefully he would be a different enough character that maybe it feels different or they do another deletion and this time he deletes Hardy or Jeff or something. You can go places with it and I'm glad that they're doing something with it outside of, well, that was another Bray Wyatt match. Unless Wyatt shows up on Monday, in which case I rescind all of this. Yeah, I, I... Ideally, it's just we don't see Bray for, I'd say, at least two, three months. Just really kind of cleanse the palate and then have him come back as something totally different. Don't call him Bray Wyatt or do call him Bray Wyatt, but he's just a regular guy and tries not to be called Bray Wyatt. He's like, no, 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 no. Guys, guys, guys. Name's Larry. Stop it. Sorry. I went through a phase. I got reincarnated. It happens. Yes. I mean, his his dad's name is Erwin Scheister. Oh, I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. He could be IRS too. Uh, there you go. Yeah, he comes out as a tax man. <laughs> Why not? That's uh, That makes more sense. Everybody, you know, making the obvious joke of like, oh, he's going to pop back out and he's going to be uh, Husky Harris. And it's like, I mean, that's the obvious joke and I still would laugh if they actually did it. But no, they're not going to do that. That's... So, something else is coming in, like you said. I hope they they draw it out for a while. We don't need any matches with bugs in the ring. We don't need any of that crap at WrestleMania. That there, no, there's no way they could fit it in at this point. My right. God, yes, yes. This they have stacked this card. This is a SummerSlam at earliest thing. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, so time will tell on that. But I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad they did it, and now we can move on. I don't know where they move Matt from here. Maybe they have let him sit off TV for a while too, just hang out down in his house with his weird family. I'm fine with that. But we have to move on to our other story because, good Lord, was this already a big week with Ultimate Deletion happening and some other stuff on Raw. And then Tuesday, we get an announcement. I got it in a meeting I was in. I got it on my phone as a (laughs) WWE alert. Which usually, if you get them in the middle of the day, it's usually like, hey, tickets are going on sale for SummerSlam. You should get yours. It's like, okay, whatever. So I checked it real quick, and it said, Daniel Bryan, medically cleared to return to the ring. And I I stared at it for a good, like, five seconds. Just like, what am I reading? Am I actually seeing this? Like, what fugue state am I in? And no, it's, it's all true. Get back to my desk, and che- I'm able to check news and tweets and everything else and he's cleared he's gonna make an announcement at the beginning of smackdown and i i was just all the feels like i was like this is gonna be amazing like i i really hope i'm i'm there to watch it and i was and well usually i have something going on tuesday night so i watch it later on i watch it quote unquote taped so i was able to watch it live and it was it was amazing to to watch if you didn't watch when he uh, had to retire, when he had to announce his retirement, it was uh, the exact opposite. Just like, you know, deflation, and uh, that's when the depression started setting in for him, apparently. And he just, it, you know, man, the man cannot do the thing he was, it seems like, born to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, it it ruined his life in a way. And for... For him to come out and we all knew already because they'd already announced it, you know, earlier in the day. So we all knew what the promo was going to be about. But the way he kind of told the story about the depression and the support he got from Bree 
And especially that, I mean, every time he mentions Brie, he, he gets so choked up. He can't help himself. And it was, it was a joy to watch. It was a joy to watch everybody doing the yes chance. And you can tell they're putting more behind it because it's not just, yes, yes, we get to chant with Jalen Bryan. It's like, we get to chant because you're coming back to wrestle. And, and, uh, yeah, your, your thoughts on just that opening part. Uh, it's a shame they weren't in Seattle because that would have been even better, but you know, one of those things can't have yes. a perfect thing. And it was, it was already very good. So, but no, I, I like the emotion. I like the feels. It was good. Well-delivered promo. I also loved that we've gotten into this mode of WrestleMania is coming up. So you start pointing at the sign to say, I want a match. And, uh, he specifically says now on to the fun stuff. I don't know when or where, but I will get back in this ring and everybody in the crowd does the pointing for him. And he looks at it and he says, yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know if I'll have a match at WrestleMania or not. And <laughs> that part uh, was a little hokey. Uh, it was, but I mean, it's also, uh, we're getting, a, it's an incredibly real moment that they also have to fold into the written scripted yes. stuff. So it's, it, it was, I like the way they played it. And, uh, so moving to the end of the show where KO and Sammy finally show up because they've been detained on the side of the road, but they uh, lied to get out of a ticket because everybody's dumber in Texas. <laughs> they did say that. I like that little nod to, you know, we're still heels, so we hate you guys. Yeah. Um, and so they show up to, you know, take their take their licks and it turns out to be Daniel Bryan firing them. Which I, I I think we all probably saw coming, and also we also saw what happened next coming, which is them just absolutely destroying Daniel Bryan, but not before he actually got his offense in. And oh my God, I can't believe how much I had missed that. The drop kicks in the corner, the kicks, the knees, the snap suplex. Good lord, he hit that on Sammy, and it was all just wonderful to watch. So this is where I'm going to be uh, contrarian, I guess, to the, the popular opinion. I think he looked fine, but I missed the entire Daniel Bryan storyline. Like, I came back to wrestling uh, pretty much with the brand split. So he had already retired. So I have nothing against Daniel Bryan, but I also don't have this emotional attachment to the whole underdog yes movement this this whole thing that happened while I was away. So okay. the fact that it's coming that he's coming back alone is not enough to win me win me over. It's like when they put the shield back together and everyone's like, "I'm so excited." I'm like, "Eh." eh. Yeah, that's what I was going to compare it to because I remember you being the same way. Yeah, and I, was, so I didn't exact- understand it until you said like, "Well, I just I wasn't there for that, so I don't get it." Right. And I I I totally get that. I I will temper my Daniel Bryan excitement from now on because you know I know that you'll be on the other end just going okay I mean he he can totally win me over and I'm excited to see his match and everything what bothers me is now they have just thrown away the last eight months of character work that he's done and now he's Shane O'Mac's best friend like they've been no 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 I I, I disagree with that now that that I'm gonna be contrarian on okay uh that's not that's not all the case he has always been the I'm on your side 
now stop being dicks about this so I can, you know, be be the good guy with you instead of you being, you know, stop, stop, stop. I, I don't like what Shane's doing either, but stop that. And then, you know, it gets to the point where he they attacked Shane. And yeah, I mean, I take that for what it's worth. It, it, he they he attacked them first or whatever. But he's it's still his job. Like, he's still the general manager. He still has to do his job. And his job is to fire them. And he also mentions, you know, uh, what I mentioned in the intro. You guys got what you wanted. Shane is taking a leave of absence. You both get a match at WrestleMania. And then you come out and attack him. Like, that, I think, right there kind of... Not necessarily rewrites, but it contextualizes what they did, especially in his eyes, like the way he sees it. And I think it's also valid that, yeah, you guys have been antagonized. You've been, you know, kicked around and it sucks. But finally, you got what you wanted. He's leaving and then you still attack him. What the what what's going on? So I I I was fine with that. I didn't think it, it rewrote anything. I think it's been a messy road to get there. And I wonder when exactly they knew that he was going to be coming back. Cause that's when I think they really started gearing up the, okay, we have to build toward this match. I don't think it, it definitely was not yesterday, that day, not Tuesday. Oh, they've no. known for some time. Absolutely. But, but yeah, it's, it's been off and on, off and on, which I imagine was them thinking, okay, we're, we're building toward this match with the thought that he's going to wrestle at WrestleMania, right? And then maybe, you know, another thing would happen that's be like, oh, well, maybe not. Let's look at this. So I I imagine that's what we credit the the terrible writing in that storyline with on SmackDown because, you know, Sammy and KO have been champs throughout it and we've hated Shane and... But the, so I, there is a way they could have done it that would have worked and they could have kept... Because the problem was they're like, oh man, we've got... We can't have Daniel Bryan come back as a heel, which makes sense. I mean, doesn't matter what what how they bring Daniel Bryan back, people are going to cheer for him, right? Right. Yeah. So they like, well, we can't bring him back with Sammy and KO. Thing is, people are still on the fence about them. So you lean into it, you bring them over, and you make Shane the bad guy. But a McMahon will never, or, or a non Vince McMahon, has a hard time being a bad guy. They, okay. they could have I, made it I, feel way more organic and gone that way. And then here now it just feels like, ah, well, then what was I watching for the last little bit? I mean, that's what I felt with Shane McMahon since he's returned. Like, is he, he, you know, wants to get cheered even though we clearly want to boo him. And it's, it, it is them, you know, knowing what's best for us and doing that instead of just doing the thing we want to see, we want them to do. And I, I agree with all that, but I... I'm just so happy to see Daniel Bryan back. I know that him, if he teams with Shane, which seems like the obvious thing for WrestleMania, uh, it's going to overcome, either overcome whatever bias we had against Shane, or it's going to be fun because we get to boo Shane McMahon and cheer Daniel Bryan, and they're on the same team. Like, how much fun would that be at WrestleMania? So, I, I do not like how we got here, but I am so glad that we are here. Yeah, and I can't argue with that. It's... The, the, the end result is exciting, but the fact that it just discredits a lot of last character work bothers me. So I'll just end it with that. And I, I don't disagree with that. And also, I, I think that's just SmackDown. Like SmackDown, outside of AJ Styles being like, you know, premier athlete, I will fight anyone and I'm the best wrestler on the show. Everybody on SmackDown has had a, well, this week we need you to be this. So go out there and do your best. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just, I, 
I I don't know if Road Dog is to blame for booking the show or doing whatever he's doing or who is to blame. It's just it's it's not been great, and hopefully whatever brand unification or whatever we get after WrestleMania will alleviate some of it. But we'll see. Ah, that's a whole other topic I'm worried about. Yep, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But we're not there, so we're not going to worry about it yet. We will run down some other highlights uh, from this week. There are several. They start Raw again with Roman Brock. And Roman is, you know, fighting against the authority again and saying, where's Brock? Why isn't he here? He should be a man and come out and fight me. And, you know, Kurt Angle says, well, I have to ask you to leave. You're not, you're still suspended. And if you don't, then you're arrested. And it's, again, trying to think we're, to think we don't know better about how we should feel about Roman. This is how you should be treating him. It's like, no, no, we, we know exactly how we should be treating him, but... You're going to tell us that he's Stone Cold 2.0 and should be the, he's the right one. And when he gets handcuffed, Brock comes out and beats him up. And my head, my headline for this is just Brock is a tick, but Roman still gets booed. Yeah. Well, (laughs) like they're booing, they're booing Roman Reigns when he's in handcuffs and they're trying to get him on a gurney. They're saying you deserve it. This is the exact same thing that played out when, we learned how much Braun Strowman hates ambulances. Like it, people just want to see Roman Reigns get murdered. And you could make the argument that maybe they know that, and maybe they're leaning into it, and they're just like any reaction is better than no reaction. Here's the problem. This is something that really bothers me. So, like you said, this is they're trying to do this as Steve Austin 2.0. Okay, fine. It's going to struggle. Steve Austin was was lightning in a bottle magic combination of a hundred different things but they never did that to get somebody who everyone absolutely hated over steve austin had already kind of started to win people over before they went this hard with it second you're doing it twice at the same time with somebody that we hate and somebody everyone's a little pensive about and is trying to i think people are giving uh, ronda rousey the benefit of the doubt and everyone that i've read is like okay well we'll we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes there's, there's varying degrees of how excited they are, but no one's come down too hard yet. But they're doing the exact same storyline with both of them, and it really is obvious that they're force-feeding both of them to us. If you just do it once with, though, this is Steve Austin 2.0 or 2.5 or whatever you want to call Ronda, um, that that would be less obvious. But when you're doing it twice on the same brand, it's like, ugh. You guys aren't trying very hard, are you? Or you're trying too hard might be the actual problem. I I don't necessarily conflate those two because I think Roman and Rousey are d- totally different things. I think... But the story's So the Ronda same. Rousey did... She did come out and wrestle... Not exactly. Uh, and they've kind of tweaked it because it's not... I don't think it's coming together the way they thought it would. So Ronda Rousey did come out uh, while we were watching Ultimate Deletion. They came out... She came out to the live crowd and had a quick little bit with Dana Brooke. It was uh, exclusive to the live crowd. They did post it on YouTube or whatever after the fact. And it's, once again, really rough. Like, you don't buy most of what she's saying. When she goes to block Dana Brooke's strike, they look like they're karate kids sparring with each other. It just looks really bad. And it it's, I think Kurt Angle is going to have to work harder than he thinks at WrestleMania to make sure that team gets cheered. Or Triple H and Stephanie are going to have to work harder to make sure they get booed because I think the fans are going to crap all over Ronda Rousey. 
and, and they might. Um, they do, she does have the advantage of she's going to be hitting the person everyone hates the most, right? So that's going to get some that that's going to get her a lot of good positive vibes. And let's be honest, Triple H and uh, Kurt Angle are going to do most of the wrestling, just be, unless Stephanie's been working out a lot more than ever before. There's She's been, been striking with an MMA uh, expert. They've been showing videos of it. Is that her fighting with her brother? No, he's not. Have Have you seen Shane fight? Yeah, have he you heard how they MMA call expert? him they call, like the best striker in the in the WWE? Like, no, he's not. He punches no. like my son. I I would say your your son would probably have a fighting chance against Shane McMahon. He would, Shane as long as he didn't get up on something tall. <laughs> so okay son you're going against Shane O'Mac run to the middle of the field and let him come to you yes an open he's like the Mongolian or you're like the Mongolians on the open terrain you've got the advantage if you see a crane coming your way run <laughs> well that's, that's just the him. family motto that's all that's a good old Shane, Shane the Crane McMahon <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so um I didn't see the where she fought Dana Brooke, so I didn't see. I, I, if it's still rough, then that sucks. Um, I really, I, like I said, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I feel it's very similar where they're like, oh, she's going against the authority. She's, I don't know, it feels very Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Roman Reigns is beat for beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. Remember when he got arrested and handcuffed? And I can't remember who jumped out and beat him up. So, like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm right there on that as well. So um we will move to let's go to let's give SmackDown a little bit of love. We also have John Cena coming out and, on Raw and saying Undertaker, I get it. You might be retired. But if you're retired, you're a bitch, so you should fight me. <laughs> like talk about a thing that I'm already tired of. Like yeah. please have Undertaker come out on Monday and accept this and let's just move towards that because you had Kane come out and choke slam John Cena thinking, Oh, here's my brother's answer and it's just like, no, that's just confusing and also we don't want to see Kane. Like go win your election. Please stay off of T V for now. I was okay with Kane. Like it made sense. Like we're 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 ramping up. But the fact But that- are we? Are we? I think we are. I think we're going to have to have this match at WrestleMania, but are we? <laughs> yes, because they wouldn't keep doing it if he wasn't going. Like, it's the same thing as, like, Daniel Bryant. Like, they knew a month ago that it was going to happen, and they were they built up to this moment. Same thing here. Like, a month ago, Mr. Taker was like, yes, I'll, I'll creak over there. and That's his father, Mr. <laughs> Taker. Uh, Undertaker's old enough. He's Mr. Taker now. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm worried that Kane beat him because that beat John Cena. Because now it's like, oh, John Cena's gonna think he's the underdog, and John Cena, you're not the underdog. You're never the underdog. My guess, my guess is Monday they will have a match, and John Cena like does a tombstone or whatever to Kane to be like, ah, take this dead man, and maybe that's when the lights go out and we finally see the Undertaker's answer at least. I. If not, then we are going to get John Cena versus Kane at WrestleMania, and the next podcast we record is just going to be us laughing for 30 minutes. <laughs> and if that's not on the pre-show, like, that, that, ugh. 
Uh, if it was, it's not gonna be. It's it's not gonna be. He's he's really ramping up his campaign. He wants to be mayor of Knox County in Tennessee, so he's not he's not gonna do that. I think. And what better promotion be... than a WrestleMania pre-show match? <laughs> and he comes out as a mayor, like the fire goes. <laughs> I don't. I uh, sure. There's only gonna be like 30 people in the arena at that point, anyway. So sure, why not? Go ahead and do it. I'm fine with that for Kane at WrestleMania. Um. SmackDown heads a, a few notables. We'll run through them really, really quickly. Uh, Ty Dillinger's a jobber now. That's sad, but I guess he gets TV time. Uh, Baron, Squ- Baron Corbin literally squashed him. Like, there was no, no offense from Ty Dillinger in that match. That was just a, hey, look, Baron Corbin's still strong. Yeah. I guess. It's, it, it, it's it sad for Ty Dillinger. It does. He is, he is now the, the highest quality jobber they have. Because he actually has a catchphrase that is far more over than he is. And yeah, just just sad to see that. I had to note that uh, Nakamura continues uh, changing his character a little bit, and I'm enjoying that. Uh, he's just he's just kind of a chaotic, not even chaotic neutral, just chaotic dick. Yeah, like he's just being he's just being yeah sly about everything. And and, and AJ, I, I did love AJ coming back to him backstage and saying, you know, I know you think. You're going to beat me at WrestleMania. You've got my number. And Nakamura's response is, AJ, have more confidence in yourself. <laughs> it's like, this is the Nakamura I want. At least something something yes. different than I kick well and I'm also an artist, possibly. I like cats. But yes. Yeah. Only with girls. <laughs> Thanks, Natalia. So, yeah, that was... That was silly, and I'm I'm glad that they're at least doing something that's not just the match of the century, the the dream match. It's like no, no, no. let's do a little something for Nakamura on the way there. Um, NXT was good this week. I did not get two or five wife live two or five wife. That's a, a Freudian <laughs> slip. I didn't get a watch because I was watching something with my wife. No, um, I know it featured the final I think match, so we now have the finals set. For the Cruiserweight Championship at WrestleMania, it's going to be Alexander versus Ali, which, if you're not dialed in for that match, if you do not want to see that happen, you are dead to me. Good Lord, that's going to be on fire. I'm sure it'll be on the kickoff, but it'll be on fire. And uh, NXT, we finally had uh, Ciampa and Gargano clashing. So Ciampa's been coming out since Gargano was uh, let go from the company when he lost his match, and... Uh, finally, Ciampa's taking a tour around the ring, tearing up all the Gargano signs that they clearly handed out to everybody, and tears up, tears up the wrong one. It turns out it's Johnny Gargano, and he punches him, and you know, security carries him off, saying, you're not in this company, and that they're clearly going to have like an unsanctioned fight at TakeOver, which will be awesome. Yeah, that'll be cool. And uh, we also had another tag team match. This is the first one for... Um, Dunn and Strong, they're the ma- the team that is replacing Mustache Mountain, and they had their match, and they actually won, so they are advancing in the tournament. It wouldn't surprise me, WWE loves doing the, hey, these guys came in at the last second because of, you know, real life got in the way, and so we're going to have them win the whole thing. Hope you enjoy it, which I'm fine with, because that they, they fought Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan, who sound like, you know, the most jobbers of jobbers in the tag team division, but they are hard hitting. They're awesome to watch. Danny Birch is the one that had his head like sliced open at the UK championship uh, tournament. And yeah, it was a hard hitting match. I, I highly suggest you go back and watch. 
all of NXT, really, because we also had uh, Ono versus Cole, which is a fun match. So another week of NXT worth watching. And apparently next week we're going to get the final announcement of the North American Championship. So, Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting, at least. So. Yeah. William Regal just says he has an announcement for everyone. That's it's very very coy, very William Regal. But yeah, yeah. That's how you have to do it when you do a show that you tape, you know, all at once and then pepper out. So I can only imagine how many times this crowd saw Champa come out <laughs> and just stand there and do nothing. That had to be so. And that every time they had to tell him like, "All right, hold up your Gargano signs and yell at him really loud." We know you did this just an hour ago, but please. <laughs> Just go with this on it. It's going to look great on TV. Uh, one of my favorite things about watching Lucha Underground is you can tell they do two t- tapings in a row, but they make everyone change seats because people are in different parts of the arena wearing the exact same clothes. And you're like, so you watch two in a row and you pick out, they made you go over there, they made you go over there. So just watching wrestle, wrestling literally manipulate the audience is fun. Yeah, I haven't paid attention on NXT if they actually do that. But I know I definitely, you definitely see the same people. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. And I do want to mention real quick a ringside area note. They are doing a an event after WrestleMania, like three weeks after, in Saudi Arabia. This is going to be the biggest event they've ever done there. It's like the one they did in India recently where they did like three shows or whatever it was and you know defended the titles and everything. Every male-held championship will be defended on this show. They have still not announced whether or not it's going to be on the network or if they're going to make it like in canon, like, you know, somebody might actually lose their championship and then they'll talk about it on Raw. I did see an interview uh, posted this week from Triple H that basically he basically said, this thing is still moving. We don't know what it's going to be. We, yeah, like talk to me after, after WrestleMania because right now I can't talk about anything but that. But yes, we're going to have a 50-man Royal Rumble. Like they're not calling it a battle royal. It's a Royal Rumble. Um, from both brands, all the championships will be defended. Like it's the it's it's huge. Unfortunately, none of the women are even wrestling because it's Saudi Arabia and yeah. we're not there yet. Yeah, that. Yeah. But it's cool that, that they're reaching out to new markets and and being able to because I know WWE is huge there, so it's exciting for the fans who are there. So yes, I do hope they put it on the network because I want to watch a fifty man Royal Rumble. Yeah, absolutely. I, if they don't, then I. I mean, they didn't put the India stuff on there. You kind of had to see little bits and pieces that people recorded or the WWE put out. So, I yeah, I, I'm hoping so as well. But, you know, the time will tell. Apparently, you know, Triple H doesn't even know at this point. I, we definitely will not know. So, But if it does happen, that'll be more wrestling we get to watch. Yay! <laughs> I'm happy. These are tears. Tears of joy. Only tears of joy. And we'll be crying tears of joy. Next week on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. Until then, I have been amazing Jason Sigler. I always be Steve the Shinkicker Shinny. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. <laughs>